All right. You ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Yo, 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 welcome to the Sound-Centric Podcast. I'm Sam Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to this week's episode. First and foremost, shout out to all the supporters out there. We saw some a lot, a lot of big numbers coming up for us, and we really appreciate you guys so much. That means so much to us. And if you're new, welcome on aboard. Uh, please keep up all the support. Like, subscribe. Tell your friends about us, you know. Um, spread the news out because we're really putting in a lot of work and a lot of big things are to come. Got anything else to say, Adam? Now let's get right into it. Let's get to it. Yeah, so I haven't seen you for another week. Tell me, what is your playlist name for the past week? My playlist name is Recovery. Shout Recovery. out to M. Okay. Um, just getting back on the routine, getting back on the grind. You guys know how it is. And then, hmm, song would be, oh, I had this, I actually had this. I know what the song would be. Rage Against the Machine, if you heard this song, I'm Killing in the Name. Okay. Yeah. Um, so last week, my name was Trust the Process, <laughs> and I made a plea that James Harden will come. I am in my Sixers fluffy hoodie. Yes, James Harden is a 76er, <laughs> so the name of my playlist is Process Trusted, and the song has to be the Sixers theme song, which they play when they win every game. You think like, they're going to do something big with Harden? I think they're going to win the championship. Okay. I think they have the team. Too bad Lakers are chokes and Westbrook oh, I, is kind of struggling. Oh, thank well. God. I mean, it's pretty open this year, so I think we'll win. <laughs> but shout out my guy, James Harden. He's about to bring a chip to Philly. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into it. Yes, we sir. had the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, I mean, you are from Ohio, but you mm-hmm. don't care about the Browns that much. No, not at all. No. Not, not, not at all. But it was cool, but it was exciting to see. Um, we were getting a rap halftime show. This doesn't happen. Very often has it ever happened? There's been rap artists, but not a full yeah, Travis Scott. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about the show? Um, I thought it was good. It was really, really good. Yeah. It was not the best though. I saw automatically like on social media, oh, this is yeah. the greatest, this and that. I like, was confused by that. Guys, I understand this is rap. I understand this is our favorite, you know, our favorite artists, our favorite yeah. songs, but like relax. It definitely was um in terms of like the music you're hearing, of course it's fan favorites, but if I only were to pick up some flaws before I get to the positives. I'd only pick out one. There's just a lot of people. So because there's a lot yeah, of artists, exactly, there wasn't a lot of time to like amount and allocate a lot, a lot amount of time to each artist. And then secondly, the setup. So I don't blame them because they're rappers. Yeah. You know, rappers can't really dance, yeah. so they kind of have to stand there and rap. But like for a b- different artists from previous times, like you know, there's like cool setups that would move from here to here, but they're yeah. just standing on top of the house just rapping. So I think like, that was a yeah. little bit of a flaw. But I mean, yeah. better than the weekend walking around those mirrors last yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even on the field. I give a benefit of the doubt. COVID. Yeah, COVID. yeah. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was a good show. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously Eminem did one song, right? He only did "Lose Yourself." Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. 50 Cent wasn't supposed to be there, right? He was so this is the rumor I'm hearing. I'm pretty sure 50 was supposed to be on the headline. Oh, but I think just because of his schedule, of course, he's doing Powers movie. So he didn't know. Exactly. And oh, okay. I also heard that why Eminem's was so short, he gave his second song to 50. Yeah. That was the rumors that have been going on in Oh, that makes sense. Yep. I mean, it was definitely cool to see him upside down recreating yep. the um, music video. Everyone I was with was so confused. They are like, why was he upside down? I'm like, guys, come on. Like, Y'all are young. Did you see people like, making fun of him? Yeah. They're he said 50 cents turned yeah. into a dollar, bro. He's, <laughs> he's getting yeah, some sh- weight. They showed that um, picture from um, Boy Band. Is that the song by D12? Um, uh, my band my mm-hmm. band there's like one of the guys yeah like, bizarre yeah when he's upside down they're saying that's what 50 looks like now <laughs> oh my um, gosh yeah they were trashing him my, my boy Mike Will said to my tweet today he's like you guys got to talk about the disrespect that 50 was getting <laughs> yeah come on poor guy was probably just sitting there for like 30 minutes who do like you upside think? down <laughs> who do you think was the best performance out of all of them 
I think Kendrick had the most like actual performance to his performance. Like he had the dancers and he was doing his Kendrick Lamar thing. Um, but Dre was cool when like they started and they got on the piano and. I'm going to give an underrated pick. I okay. think, to me, Mary had the best performance. Yes. I mean, she gave it her all. I mean, it was incredible. And, yeah. I, and a lot of people probably don't, aren't recon, like, don't recognize some of the songs she has, not familiar yeah. with her. Um, so I get that. But apart from that, everyone killed it. If I did have to pick the weakest, but it was still good, was 50s. But again, that's because 50 hasn't yeah. been making music for a long time. Just like sitting in a garage. Exactly. Like thing. Um, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see what they do in the future from here because they did get such a positive reception. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm not sure how in the past, like, people took Katy Perry doing it. I'm, I'm sure people were excited for it. I thought it was fire. But I'm curious what big, like, groups of people, because I think it was this was a cool concept. How it wasn't like Bruno Mars, Beyonce, like a kind of random pairing. It was like these people work together for yeah. a lot of their careers. So what other groups would you like to see? Overall, rap specifically. Um, so overall. That's a tough one, honestly. Um... I think Young Money, when they do it, it doesn't have to be like everyone in Young Money, but like Drake, Wayne, Nicki have enough hits where they can do a show themselves. That's a really good one. Honestly, don't know. I'm honestly open to anything. I don't really have a particular, like honestly, this right here was what I needed. Eminem, Dre, 50, Kendrick. These are like artists I've looked looked up to towards like since forever, yeah. I'm not sure where Mary J. Blige is from, but I thought having Eminem was kind of random in it just because he's the only cow, not, not random. I get why he was in it, but like, I thought they were going for a whole California thing. Okay. So they could have like... Mary's from New York. Okay. So maybe they weren't doing that. And 50's from New York. Well, 50 wasn't supposed to originally be there. Okay, okay, But like Snoop, Dre, Kendrick, I thought that's what they were going for. I guess. But anything with Dre, M has to be there. Like anything Dre does, M is always there. Um, But seeing Anderson Pack drumming, I'm getting texts from my whole family because everyone knows that I'm a... Stan of Anderson Pack. My, I'm just surprised my mom knows who Anderson Pack is. I'm happy that she she was like so happy for me to see him. He didn't have to sing. I just love seeing him drum. And it was mad funny Eminem. too because when they first submitted uh, the poster on social media, yeah. uh, Anderson Pack like posted like, "Hey guys, Dre, if you need a drummer, please, I'm, yeah. I'm available." And he was there, so it was so funny. And, yeah, I saw he yeah. Um, posted a selfie with Kendrick. Oh, um, yeah. on the way, so I'm like, "Please tell me he's in it." And his chemistry with M was amazing. Um, yeah. M also had one of the best performances too with "Lose Yourself." That was really great and. The whole crowd yeah. is rocking. Like people will roast Eminem for Lose Yourself, but then when it comes on, it's like, you know every word of it. Exactly. Yourself. Everyone knows it. And then obviously everyone loved it too, but there obviously was some hate. So like there are some people who are saying like, oh, like, like the NFL is being hypocritical because they want to remove people who are doing cancel culture behavior. And I know like some like political commentators like Ben Shapiro, they're roasting uh, some of the performers like, oh, they, yeah. they have performed, they have committed like criminal acts acts before so why are they on here also people claim hip-hop hip-hop isn't real music hating on the music so it's just kind of lame well, honestly he, he's used that point before the hip-hop's like sampling yeah. sound music shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah it is because you couldn't do it like it's music like, literally oh my that's i think it's a stupid point um these are the most popular artists in the world eminem is like the highest selling artist for like 20 years yep it's like who gives a fuck what he did when he was 20 years old exactly he's a, an adult now with like kids um i was thinking it'd be cool if like Rock Nation, because Jay-Z has like a little connection now with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Get like Jay-Z, Cole, Rihanna. That'd be crazy. That'd be a nice show. So you think they'll bring in more hip-hop? Hopefully more hip-hop I mean, later on? I think on? as we continue to get older, maybe the next decade, hip-hop is the most popular genre in it, right now by far. So everyone growing up right now in 10 years, they're not going to really want to see, like obviously some people will be excited to see a country singer or a pop singer. But right now, like rap music is pop music. Like Megan Thee Stallion is what's playing on your radio. It's not... It's, sad. it's not Maroon 5 anymore. It's like this different type of music. And I think it's going to 
change everything. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it continues. I just found it funny too with the uh, profanity. Like I know, like Snoop Dogg was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "It's Dr. Dre, little busters," <laughs> and, like, uh, like stuff like that. <laughs> and I know, like they they did a good job of avoiding profanity, so it worked out well. I know a lot of people had questions like, "Ooh, how this work? Will they be quote unquote professional?" But no, it was yeah, great. Yeah. I was like a little surprised that Kendrick did this, and like. I was hoping for a single. It makes sense why he didn't perform a single on the biggest stage. You can't perform a song that no one knows, especially when, like, realistically, older people don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. But I thought it was kind of weird that, like, he's, like, the most conscious rapper and he did the Super Bowl because obviously people were criticizing it. So what do you think about that? It is. It is. I see both sides, honestly. Um, regarding the single, it makes sense why he didn't pick it. And is it more so, like, why it, like his performances are political is what you're asking, essentially? Like, yeah, and he's a very – I feel like the Super Bowl, like, people have looked down on artists for selling out for doing it. And they're like, why did you do that? Like, because of just all the racism that happens. In yeah, the, and kind of, like, having the like the, the black power people around him, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. And also with Eminem, too, with him kneeling yeah. and a lot of controversy with that. But, I mean, again, music. Music is a way to express yourself. Yeah. Um, for you to stand for something. And if you don't stand for something, then put the mic down. Like, yeah. simple as that. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down for Kendrick to get more mainstream. Like, yeah. get the, get, build that popularity up. Rumors, too. Um, a confirmation that... Oh, uh, the album in June. Yep, yep, yep. Like, fuck. I, <laughs> I don't want to wait till June. I saw that I was mad. I'm like... Because we know there's an, there is an album. Yep. So I was like, come on, six more months? <laughs> I don't know if I can wait. Uh, honestly, I'm good, man. To Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Damn, that's, that yeah. feeds me. That feeds me. I am I hungry, mean, though. Thank God these other artists are actually providing their fans with music. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, at the end of the you want to be a fan of someone who is, like, providing you with stuff. It kind of sounds like bad saying that, but, like, <laughs> J. Cole feeds his fans. Yeah. No matter where you want to put it, like, he's yeah. always involved in doing something. That's cool. Um, and I saw recently that The Alchemist was, someone asked him, um, who was your dream collaboration on an album? He said Jay-Z. So I was thinking, what two, what rapper-producer combos do you want to see? Honestly, I'm surprised Jay and Alk haven't. They did work once on Ren Testimony on Never Ending Story. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Alchemist produced beat. And 444, all like minimalistic beats. Yeah. So I couldn't see why not Jay couldn't work with Alk. If I had to mm-hmm. think of a collab, I know they've already done it before, but like again, my favorites, M is coming up, coming up with a new album. I want to see M with Dre. When M and Dre are together, it's magic. And honestly, Jay and Alk, that would be amazing too. I think, I think um, I think Eminem and Alk. I want to see him on that shit. That too. I'm trying to think of more people I'd want to see. Um, <clears throat> damn, there's so many. I want to see like a Doja Cat on a Mad Lib. I want to see one of these. Rap- How to work out? I want to see one of these like poppier rappers. Deba- so I'm gonna talk about this later in the Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. album. But the baby was on a song that I think he needs. Like these are the vibes he needs to get on. He like I can't hear another one of these like SpongeBob ass beats. Because <laughs> um, he's a he's a good rapper. He does a lot of annoying, fucked up things. Mm-hmm. He said some bad things, but I want to see him rap on some like real yeah. shit because he can rap his ass off. The baby, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I've I've definitely <laughs> grown off him a bit. Like, just after after the hype came in with Bop vibes, Shug. Yeah. I mean, it's been low key downhill. And I know he dropped a project recently. Yeah. Didn't do too hot. Um, he's now back in the news again, apparently fighting with Danny Lee's brother. So <laughs> I don't know where he's going to end up with this. But I think, again, making that sharp trajectory to something else, yeah. like what you said with a Mad Lib or Alchemist, that could be dope. Who would you want to see Kanye pair up with next? That's tough. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Kanye is, like, he's just so sufficient by himself. Amazing producer. Yeah. Um, like, who would you want him to produce fully for, like, an album for? For now. Okay, okay, okay. I think, this is kind of a random choice, I think Roddy Rich. I think he killed Pure Souls. I want to see what Roddy would sound like on a full album of Kanye production. I want to hear, honestly, like, Cole. 
get on some or Kendrick to get on some Kanye beats. Yeah. Obviously, I know Quad's beef with him, so that probably will never happen. Um, but like, I want to see some of the tops here, like lyricists get on some Kanye. But I feel like Cole kind of like does get on those beats, mm-hmm. similar kind of sounding beats. So I was just trying to think of someone like completely like random. Doja. Doja. <laughs> <laughs> I like Doja a lot. I, I think she gets hated on for no reason, and she's like super talented, and she can rap her ass yeah. off. Um, then speaking of Kanye West, his documentary is dropping today is February fifteenth. Is dropping tomorrow, February sixteenth. I'm so excited for this. Same here. I think this, this previews are so sick. Um, and then, um, so I was just thinking, like, what other artists do we want to have documentaries of? I mean, we've seen Juice World recently. Um, I watched the Kid Cudi documentary. I didn't know he had one. Amazing. Juice World, awful. Like, no, it's so hard to watch. Yeah. Because you're seeing in his, like, extreme drug use. Mm-hmm. But who's some artist that you would like to see a documentary Again, of? biased, Eminem. Again, Eminem. but, like, with the Kanye thing, I love to see that. Like, your yeah. hustle coming up, how do you have to work with? I remember when Cole dropped that documentary. That was so inspiring. Like, yeah. I remember after I watched that, I just started writing. Cause 100%. Like, that, was, that was amazing. Seeing M come up with, like, the battle rap scene and stuff like that, that'd be dope. That would be cool. Um, do you think they videoed that stuff? Yes, maybe they have, they, they have um, like some and just like few clips. The fame he got was such a high level mm-hmm. fame so fast that would be interesting. Or Jay or Nas. I know Nas on some documentaries out right now. I think a cool documentary would be Tyler the Creator That'd because be awesome. he had this whole like, um, oh, I can't speak. Odd Future, Golf Wayne, Kill Them All, like the whole collective. He was running a full on business at age like eighteen. He was banned from a country for the stuff he was saying, and then he switches that all. And it's like there must be film of everything since it's from the 2010s. So I think Tyler would be a sick person. That'd be awesome. Um, I would love to see a Mac Miller full one. Oh yeah, it'd be hard to watch, but he was so collaborative with so many people. I feel like he gets so many artists to talk about Mac. I think that'd be a good one. Does he not already have one out? There's like small ones, and there's like YouTube fan made yeah, ones. Yeah, okay. But I would love to see like a professional made one. Yeah. Um, I still have to read this book. Where is it? Right here. Yeah. With all the stories. I've been just, <laughs> just kind of showcasing it. The one uh, recently I saw was, I think it was for Circles, maybe? It was yeah. like Swimming Circles era? Or it, it might have been for Faces. Something like that. They released that. something for Faces okay. for when they brought the streaming services. Yeah. I think he'd be a cool one. That'd be really great. Um, then, I guess, going on with Kanye and asking who do you think would be good to pair with him. Who do you think is the best artist to ever pair with Kanye West? Doesn't have to be like a collab album, but like... Could be someone he gets beats to constantly, someone he does give features to. Who are you going with? I'm not gonna lie. I know you asked me this a little bit before. Of course, he's done it with everyone. But I think when Kanye and the Kid Cudi come together, it's okay. it's 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 execution. It's perfectly done. Yeah. I know recently, if you guys haven't seen the whole all the trolls that Kanye's been doing, yeah. could be promotion for his Donda Two project. But he broke up with Julia Fox. He's been trolling people on Instagram. He's been adding Billie Eilish, He's else. Um, Kid Cudi, <laughs> Machine Skeet. Gun Ke- Machine Gun Kelly, just getting stray shots <laughs> for no reason. I don't even get nah, it. Fuck Machine Gun Kelly. I oh, like, I like Machine Gun I don't Kelly. Like him. Why not? I think he makes bad music. My friends all love him, but I like a, him. He's like a thirty-year-old, like playing about like emo girls. Like I love emo. Okay, girls. that was just one song. I didn't like that song at <laughs> all. But he has like paper cuts. That song goes crazy. Is that an old song? Yeah, I, I don't know his old music. Just not that old, like last year. Just uh, look up paper cuts. If you know the fans, you know. If you know, you know. I, paper cuts is crazy. I'm, I'm a hater. I jumped in the bandwagon of hating on MG. <laughs> But um, basically, <laughs> Kanye called Kid Cudi a bad friend for being friends with Pete. Really yeah. stupid. And Kid Cudi added him, and he was like, "You know, Kanye, you're you're an idiot first and foremost. And without me, your albums will be missing so much. Everybody knows that I am the best. The best parts of your albums. And it's honestly, not, it's not I, wrong. he's not wrong. It's when not I look at take. 808s and Heartbreak, um, Welcome to Heartbreak, amazing. Jesus, Guilt Trip, amazing. Um, what was on Life of Pablo? Um, beautiful. My father's your hands, yeah. part one. Um, and yeah, I said guilt trip on Jesus, but yeah, literally. I mean, Kid Cudi's the most like 
probably the most influential artist of our generation. Probably, yeah. So that's a good choice. I'm going to go with, fuck, this is hard. So I don't think I'm going with Cuddy. I just know every song I've made, it's been. I saw the stat the other day. I think Pusha is the most, I'm not trying to phrase this. Pusha is the most produced artist by Kanye. Okay, makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think he has like 30 songs. They have 30 songs together. Man. I mean, who do you think raps better on a Kanye beat, Jay-Z or Pusha? Pusha. It seems like those beats are made for Pusha, especially I'm with going Daytona. Pusha. I think Pusha is the best yeah. Kanye can collaborate with for beats wise. But mm-hmm. I get we, like Cuddy like makes they make songs together like mm-hmm. beautiful shit. Um, Reborn is one of the best songs ever. Oh yeah, that too. Oh, Literally. My God. Um, but let's get into the singles we heard this oh, week because yeah. we have a lot of music, a lot of surprise releases that kind of just came in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, song dropped yesterday, um, February fourteenth. Um, they teased it for a while. Vince Staples, Magic, produced by DJ Mustard. Um, this is amazing. Yeah, back, I yeah. played this 20 times yesterday. It's, <laughs> it's very rare that a song off first listen, I'm like, oh, that's it. An example of that, um, Shooters Inside My Crib the other week, yep. Quavo, when I heard it, I'm like, and I've had it on repeat, I'm like, that's the song. <laughs> um, this song, I think, I think it might be Vince Staples' best song ever. Ever? Ever. I, for me, I think that's a stretch. I think that's a big, big stretch. It is a good song. I was happy to see him with DJ Mustard, West Coast yeah. type stuff, which oh is awesome. God. That beat, I tweeted this, it had me crip walking. I don't even know how to crip walk. <laughs> I was just like jumping around. Like, I think this is how you do it. But that just reminded me of Snoop. Like, yeah. people are like, Snoop was 10% performance, 90% crip walking. <laughs> it was just crip walking throughout. But no, this project, this song was really good. But I want to see Vince with like an alchemist type, alchemist type beats, mm-hmm. um, working with him. Because Vince can rap and I like his introspective stuff. And his last project, um, what was it called? Vince Staples. Vince Staples, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, and he announced. Yeah. Uh, I didn't write it down, but he announced the name of his next album. I think it's dropping actually really soon. Okay. Um, he said that you have to listen to Vince Staples first to fully understand this one. That's awesome. But dude, he's he's a good ass rapper. I was oh, watching yeah. his Ellie Leakers freestyle before, and it is so good. Really like, talented. Honestly, one of the best up and coming right now. Then my guy, I know you you like him kind of, but Deontay Hitchcock. I'm just not familiar with him that yeah. much. But when you played that song, it was heat. This um, song is heat, y'all. My guy Deontay. First, I just want to say his voice. He's from um, I think he's from Atlanta. Okay. His voice is so good. It took the type of accent that I love. And this song, he came in with a um, more R&B cut. So his album, what was it called? His album was called um, well, it dropped in 2020. It's called Better. Okay. It was a really good album. There was a song with JID. I loved it. Um, but he comes through with Dende, our guy. Um. Then another R&B singer, Byrie, who I've seen a lot on Twitter. So there's like a whole community. I love that. Each one of them killed their verses. I'm going to check more of Deontay, honestly, because when you play this song, I mean, this song is yeah. a vibe. The beat's amazing. They all killed it. Good to see Dende back again. I like saying that he can sing. Oh, yeah. Um, Deontay. And Dende mm-hmm. is just funny as hell. He has some <laughs> line at the end. He said something about, um, I like to watch my bitch succeed like she um, accomplished her goals or something along <laughs> the lines of that. He's hilarious. And honestly, on Twitter, I don't even know what he does. I, I'm not sure if it's like blogging and stuff, but he the, goes around. The sex thing? Yeah. He's... And I just remember there's one video, he just asked the person a question. He said, wait, hold up. They're fighting. And then in the back, there's people fighting and squaring yeah. up in the back and killing each other. Was oh, my Dende's too funny. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for this. I think Deontay's dropping a four-song EP. Okay, I think it, Actually, I think it's dropping before this episode even comes out. Okay. So we'll review that next week, but awesome. I'm excited for that one. I really love this uh, previous project. Um, uh, what was it called? Uh... For Deontay? Yeah. No, no, no. For Adende. Um, sex. Um, the, 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 the sexual one? Yeah. I or, or a happy man? One after that. The one he just dropped. I forget the name. I think it's called Pregnancy Pack. Pregnancy Pack. There we yeah, go. That's I, how, yeah. I got you, Dende. <laughs> I know. I um, mean, yeah, that was fire. <laughs> yeah. Then another surprise release we got yesterday. Silk Sonic's Love Train. Oh, it, yeah. 
Um, I didn't know this at the time, but it was a recreation of a song. Um, there's one. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's called um, same song. Loves Loves Train by Confunction Band. Okay. It's spelled like Con Funk Shun. Yeah. And apparently, it was like their favorite song while they were recording the album. So it's cool. They remade it. Yeah. And so like you said, kind of like the inspiration from like the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a good song for Valentine's Day. I'm single, so I. Got me my bag. But. Hey, bro, who needs these girls when you oh, got yeah. these bars? Right? <laughs> All I need is Silk Sonic album to cuddle up to at night. Literally. But I um, love this song, honestly. I, I kind of wish yeah. this was... Obviously, they couldn't fit all the songs they have yeah. on the project they dropped. Hopefully, they have more to come. That was honestly surprised when they dropped this because I kind of think... At least I thought that once they dropped the It'd Silk Sonic... It would be a while or maybe never again yeah. they will drop one. No, it was cool. And mm-hmm. in fact, it dropped on Valentine's Day. It yep. fit completely. But it couldn't be on the album just because this was like a remake yeah. of a previous song. It was great, though. But cool that they did that. Yeah. Um, another new song, uh, F- Fivio Foreign? Fivio um, Foreign. Fivo. Fivo Foreign, City Fivo. of Gods, featuring Kanye West, who declared this the best feature verse of the year. Big time um, cap. We are, we are one month into the year. <laughs> so I disagree <laughs> with that. And Alicia Keys. Um, Alicia killed the chorus. I like oh, yeah. It. Apart from Alicia, that I honestly didn't like the song that much. That was whatever. Fabio is really good. Um, and again, he killed it on Off the Grid. I'm not yeah. saying he's a bad rapper, but I'm just not into him that much. Also, the whole America... I like UK drill, but like US New York drill, I'm not even that big of a fan of. It's, this could be me being ignorant because I think people tend to think it like this when it's a music you don't like. People might say Griselda all sounds the mm-hmm. same and like I'll say this sounds all the same. I swear these beats, it's the same drums on every song. Literally. it's I can't do it with my mouth. I can't make the noise, but like it's literally... I thought this was the same thing as all... Like, off the, I thought the same thing too. It sounded the same. Kind of used the literally, it literally same flow. It sounds like the copy and pasting and the same flow. I yep. noticed that. Um, yeah, the verses were fine. Yeah. But it sounded cool with Alicia Keys on it. I mean, people are hyping this up. I don't know why. I, I thought it was pretty mediocre, honestly. I didn't know. Is this a Kanye song or is this a Fabio song? This is Fabio's song. Okay. Um, I, I don't know who produced it though. May have been Kanye. I hope um, <laughs> may have been. May have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then another song I really loved. Um, my guy Superboy out mm-hmm. of Chicago. I think I saw him open for Taylor Bennett when I saw him years ago. Ooh, okay. Um, so he's a pioneer for Chicago music as an independent artist. But he came through with his song A Cab featuring Chance the Rapper, Red Veil, and Seven Thousand. I think this is the best Chance the Rapper verse we've gotten in in a while. Fuck, since. Big day. <laughs> Since like coloring book? I don't know. When was the last time you heard a feature verse from Chance the Rapper? It's been a minute. And then he came in with energy. Like he was rapping, rapping. Um, I like this way more. This beat was also sick. Like this type of shit I love. Um, the song, the line kept, it was in my head all day. Like, a cab like I need a taxi. Yeah. I just kept walking around my house screaming that. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, hearing Chance back again is really good. Hope he's coming with something really, really soon. Hopefully yeah. this year. Um, and I love this. Like, it's like a posse cut, essentially. You yeah. don't see many posse cuts anymore in hip hop. I love the beat. Um, Red everyone killed it. it. Yeah. He, he's like 17. It is insane how talented he is. Yeah. He's grinding. He's on like these festival runs. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Um, but yeah, this track was super dope. Yeah. Then our guy. Marlon Kraft, Marlon baby. Marlon Kraft. This man, speaking of feeding your fans, he knows how to feed his fans. Oh, yeah. He for sure does not let us go a month okay. or two months. I think there's low-key like a Because di- Marlon is an independent artist. Yeah. He kind of has to. Kendrick okay. is already established. Like, he could never drop for 20 years. He could drop again. And you know what I mean? Well, he kind of has to. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, he also has the ability to. That's true. Because if you're in a record label, you don't have the ability to just drop a song. Yeah. So it could be just taking advantage of that aspect that like he can make the fun music yep. he wants to make. And if he loves it, he's like, fuck it, let's yeah. drop this. Yeah. And he does something interesting. I think it might be on Patreon or he think he has his own website, but you can sign up for a membership with Marlon Kraft. It's like $5 a month and you get like exclusive music from him, 
then you get to do sit down interviews with him or like you get to talk with him, which is such a cool concept. So maybe he's like feeding fans his music and he saw the positive reception. So he's like, fuck it, I'll drop it for everyone. Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm pretty sure Hip Hop DX or another, or Complex, another big company, um, they did an interview with him like showing how um, he can help guide other independent yeah. artists to move and maneuver <clears throat> the way he is. Because like, again, that, that whole website thing, people like a Patreon can come through and yeah. support him. Really great job. I saw my guy Ben Beal did that too. And he um, put his first album out when he was 16. He put that on his website with just acapellas and said, producers, if you pay like the $2 a month for this, you can take my acapella verses and put any beat to it. Yeah. Which is cool because he's a big artist. So like this might be your chance as a producer to like surprise him and be like, you can be like, whoa, this is sick. Like I want to get on another song with you. So I think it's a cool thing independent artists are doing with that. Kind of reminds me of Nipsey. I remember Nipsey was yeah. selling his mixtapes. It was like hundred dollars or something no, no. crazy like that. thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. Something crazy. Yeah, no, but Hove, yeah. Hove, Hove bought like ten copies from <laughs> But again, if you have that fan base, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how how big or small. If you can yeah. get a core solid fan base to buy your stuff, that's all that matters. And the song was sick. Marlon oh, yeah. delivers every time. Every single time. I love this song. One of my favorites that I dropped. One of my favorite singles I dropped this past weekend. Then a man who can switch up his styles a mm -hmm. lot is Chris Patrick coming through with Up Now and. He really can do so many styles. He can go from like he can rap his ass off like he's J. Cole and J.I.D. Then he can also go on a beat with a little auto-tune and start singing. So I, th I think this man's a cheat code and I think he's going to be the breakout artist this year. Yeah, this one was definitely left field for me because at first I was expecting some like rap rap shit. And all of a sudden I heard the auto-tune. I'm like, okay, yeah. this, he, switched up his, he switched up his vibe again. What was the last single again? The more aggressive um, one? Was it going in? No, he dropped Insane? something. In, okay. Insane wasn't the last one. I think he dropped another one between it. All right. But Insane was like, again, aggressive. I'm yeah. like, well, this is completely different. Now he's doing this completely different. So the fact that he's so versatile, man. So, and he's a song, um, 2 a.m., that's like an R&B cut that mm -hmm. people love. But then I, he has every style. Of, he, I think he's he's going to break out this year. I'm excited for him. Hopefully he does. Um, then another kind of release for Valentine's Day, Future. You know, he had to get his word in. <laughs> and he called it Worst Day, which I thought was kind of funny. Do you know Kevin Samuels? No. Nah. So he, so in the video, he's the other black guy he does interview with. He's yeah. like notorious for like, not woman shaming per se, but it's like alpha type vibe bail. Yeah, so yeah. it's so funny that Future was working with him. Um, basically, we don't know this song. It's just Future saying, I don't have a Valentine. I'm lonely. Every girl I try to be with, I spend too much money on her, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this song's pretty fine. That was funny. I miss Future yeah. too. Hopefully he drops another project as well. Yeah, I'm not playing this one back, but... <laughs> But cool that he dropped for Valentine's Day. It's hilarious. Yeah. He's like playing into his like his like evil villain character of being I love like, that. I think it's funny. What a menace. <laughs> then um, my guy Geogenesis dropped a new track, Shoot for Something. I'm gonna pronounce this girl's name wrong. Um featuring Ty Jer. It's the effort, it's the effort that counts. I'm gonna go with Ty Jer. Okay. Um Geo's voice is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um we talked about, I think, last episode with the TikTok duets. He takes advantage of this and each one blows me away. I'm like, fuck, I need that that voice he has. Yeah. It, could, it reminds me of the guy who's been on like the Drake songs recently. Do you know what I'm talking about? That has that... Giveon? Yes. Mm -hmm. He has like a Giveon type voice. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about this track? Um, like 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 Chris, honestly, he's really versatile as well. Not only can he rap, he can yeah. sing very well. Um, and I know you introduced, introduced him to me a while ago, um, but the more he's been dropping, the more I've been really, really fond yeah. of him. So I hope he continues to do his thing. And also the feature killed it too. Yeah. Shout out my guy, Gia. Yes, Keep sir. Keep dropping that shit. And then another artist who actually um, um, shows tweeted his song to us, which was mm -hmm. which is awesome to see. We love, to all artists, like send us your music because we love um, that you guys think that you want us to review your music. That's like the coolest concept ever. We're just two guys that love music. <laughs> um, but um, once again, my pronounce is wrong. Um, Kid Vika, um, Find That featuring Arson. Um, this track was, sound, I said to you, it sounded like a California Jack Harlow, like the beat and the way he was <laughs> rapping something about it. 
Um, this was a cool song, though. Yeah, it was a vibe. Like you said, that kind of West Coast feel, but yeah. more like that Jack Harlow sound. Like the lyrics he was saying were like Jack Harlow, which they were kind of funny. <laughs> For sure. Also, along with this, we can add other couple other tracks. I'm not sure if you listen yeah. to them, but um, Cousin Stiss is a hip-hop artist. Yes. Um, his project was really good as well. I need to check this one out because he dropped a single for it. Mm-hmm. That was like a soul sample type beat, and I loved it. Um, I saw him open for Kyle years ago. He's um, from Massachusetts. But That's he's, awesome. He's a dope artist. Yeah, yeah. And again, versatile as well. Another one, again, for this week, I'm going to say R&B killed it. Not a lot of rap that much. Yeah. Um, Cassius Clay um, dropped his R&B, song, or R&B album, Deadpan Love. Okay. Really good project. Go check that out. One of my favorites, at least my two favorites, is one by Ayana Lee, another R&B alternative pop as well. Amazing. And then an alternative uh, rock band, uh, Lucifer on the Sofa by Spoon. All right. So that was really, really Who's good. Who's getting you into the alternative rock? That's been that's been me, that's fam. Been, okay. Yeah, man. Because when rap is slow, I need I need something I else. I'm, I'm on Vampire Weekends every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> and then there was one more, um, Silhouette, uh, Volume Two EP uh, by Brandy Hayes. That was another R&B album. Um, R&B, man, it carries me because hip hop it can be on and off for me, like depending yeah. how I'm feeling. Yeah, I thought a lot more music was gonna drop this weekend, like rap wise. I mean, there's a lot of singles. I obviously just ranched off a bunch yep. of singles, but album wise, well, the biggest. I don't want to say surprise because he's a legend, yep. so it should have. I should have been expecting this, but Snoop Dogg, yes sir, back on Death Row. Um, this album is so, this album is so good. It surprised me how good like, it was. <laughs> it's like amazing. The beat he was picking. This is like the whole mature thing. That I think like ten years ago, you had rappers around this age, like they were kind of trying to fit in with trends, and they were making like maybe more bling rap era sounding music. But this is like kind of classic Snoop Dogg music, yeah. chill vibe, heat. He killed it. What do you think of it? Honestly, it was amazing. Also, I also love that he added in some current artists as well and was able to mesh with them literally perfectly fine. Yeah. Incredible production. That that track of Nas, I don't think Snoop and Nas have ever been on a track before, so that's big. That's cool. That yeah. would have been big back then, West Coast and East Coast teaming yeah. up. Um, again, overdue, just like the M and Nas, and the M and Nas track. Yeah. Um, do, and, have a, yeah. do M and Nas not have a track together? Apart from that EPMD2 that came yeah, out? Yeah. Nope. Oh my god! Well overdue. So I was surprised to see this, and they both killed yeah. it. If, if you're not checked, if you're a hip hop fan, you gotta check this out. Right after the yeah. Super Bowl as well. Um, not only did Snoop Dogg drop, but Mary J. Blige dropped a project uh, album as well. Amazing yeah, as I well. I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, the songs I loved on this, um, we don't gotta worry no more, featuring Wiz Khalifa. This sample, I believe, it is the sample of um, uh, what's his name? The best part, uh, Daniel Caesar and her. Mm-hmm. I think it comes from that song. This sample sounds like something Drake would love to get on. It is beautiful. Wiz Khalifa just kind of provides background vocals. I love that one. Um, Pop Pop featuring the baby. It's like it was good. It was a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. Like it's not like something I'm gonna replay forever. But the baby like should be hopping on yeah. songs sounding like this, like more mature. I don't like the SpongeBob ass beats. We don't <laughs> we don't want them. Um, then Snoopy don't go at the end. I thought it was such a cool closer. If you saw the end, I was like, Snoopy don't, Snoopy don't, yeah. Snoopy don't go. I Like when I heard that, I'm like, God damn, like every single song is sick. There's yeah. something a piece of it. The transitions were amazing too. And what made me love this album the most is it really gave me almost that 90s, 2000s hip hop sound in the terms of like the transitions, but also the skits in between yeah. in between tracks. People don't do that as much anymore. And I really, really miss yeah. it. I know M does that a lot. And sometimes yeah. they do it and it doesn't provide anything to the album. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a random skit because so, so sometimes they can be kind of stupid. But I thought this was cool. At the end of the album, he was like, if you want a, if you want a producer who's in all in your videos and all in your songs, come to um, Death Row. Yeah. Which I believe that was a, in reference to... Suge Knight. Suge Knight. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, how do you feel about him? Uh, first off, congratulations to Snoop Dogg for getting... Um, Death Row back again. How do you feel about that? I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I was watching an interview, um, Bootleg Kev with um, 
Benny the Butcher. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that Snoop was the closer on the deal that Benny made with um, Death Row. Oh, wow. Or or not for Death Row, for um, Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Def Jam. And I think Snoop helped get that get Benny to sign. Yeah. Um, if you're a small artist, like I think Snoop Dogg is the most famous rapper ever. Mm-hmm. Like by what do you think about that? Probably, take? yeah. I think he's the most famous rapper ever. And if you're a small artist, like that's if you get Snoop Dogg behind you, who's like a marketing mm-hmm. machine and he's doing everything, like, yeah, go to Death Row. It's a famous label. It's, it's amazing. I'm just kind of surprised, like, because I felt like Death Row kind of uh, um, you know, fell off. <laughs> that and like it died, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because of Suge and all the bad things that happened with Pac. Yeah. So it is a little bit weird, but again, it is happy to bring that tradition back, yeah. especially seeing more um, West Coast artists maybe getting put on. You know, not TD can sign everyone, so seeing yeah. them back, yeah, for sure. TD, I, I like Dreamville more. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my boys at Dreamville. Um, another album that came out was for R&B. Yeah. Um, Jasmine Sullivan, I know how to pronounce this now, Hotels. Yes, sir. I'm learning my French. Um, <laughs> she dropped the deluxe for this album. It only got better. Like, she's just... She's so incredible. I need to see her in Philly when I go home. I'm telling you, R&B is where it's at. I'm getting on it. I'm getting on it. <laughs> and um, there was this one skit that was so funny. Basically, it was um, at, for Hot Tales, it basically was sketch like every other uh, track. And it's like somebody expressing their story yeah. about love or whatever. And this part, is, I think it's Issa. Um, she was like, oh, you know, me and my boyfriend, he, my boyfriend was going to a long distance place. So we have to do a long distance oh, relationship. Funny, yeah. Yep. And then basically, you know, they're about to make some love, you know, and he basically didn't cheat her right. And she was like, oh, you know what? FM doesn't matter. I cheated on him anyway. And she was like disappointed about it, which was mad funny. Um, but again, yeah. it only got better, literally. Um, yeah. I mean, she's just an amazing artist. Oh, yeah. um, this was the right way to do a deluxe album. Drops it way after the release. I think she's about to start going on tour. So provide your fans with a couple more songs they might get to hear live. Yep. This is what you do. You tell her. You can clearly tell her intentions. Yeah. Not for streams. It's just for the actual quality she of the loved music. I'm um, an artist that I got put onto recently, just from just like scrolling Apple Music. Was Snot. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we reviewed his album, not album, his song last week with ASAP Rocky. Um, I weirdly loved that track. That's what I was saying. So I gave a listen to his album today. Um, Ethereal, I think it's pronounced. And for, first, the, did you listen to this? Yeah. You know my thoughts. It's yeah, so yeah, short yeah. and sweet. I, I'm not. He he's dope, but I'm not into this rap, man. I just cannot. And even when it gets to the emo rap, again. But once I hear that, I'm like, shut up. I, yeah. I want to turn it off so bad. The only track <laughs> I really took away from this was the one of Joey Badass. That I was like, oh yeah, this is for me. But the rest, it just was not for me. I thought, like, yeah, he's not by far and away. He's not my. I don't mm-hmm. love him. But I thought the features on this album were what delivered like every single time. I thought Juicy J sounded cool okay, in this. True. The Trippy Red song was literally just a Trippy Red song. Like, <laughs> it was just for him. Kevin Abstract was mm-hmm. dope on this. Um, who was this girl that was on it? Teddy Jones. That's mm-hmm. her name. She had a really cool like emo rap voice. Like She sounded really chill on it. Um, so he got good features. Good for him. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to re- revisit this project. That's now. the thing. I just, that type of sound, I just can't stand. Honestly, I just, I just can't. I can't. Yeah. I try. I you, try. you like MGK. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. MGK's not that bad. People hate on him. MGK's not that bad. Yeah, so I'll send you some slappers. Right. You'll be like, okay, guys, I apologize. Well, I think people are mad at MGK about the concept that he got famous in a black genre, mm-hmm. and right when he got all that money, he's like, peace, I'm going to make emo mm-hmm. white music. Yeah, and it was right after he was going down too, and then he swapped, and now he's back up again. Yeah, so I think people think that's fucked up. I mean, I think it's kind of fucked up. Yes and no, because... You should be able to make the music you want to make. But this is the thing, though. Nope. It's not like he's some random-ass suburban dude. Like, MGK is, like, from, like, the streets of Cleveland. So he has, for me, the credibility yeah. to make that music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those people will vouch for him in that region, in that area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't like someone who didn't relate to that yeah. life 
and hopped in. He was been he's been in there for. I was hitting on the Ohio native. <laughs> yeah, my, come on, bro. That's, that's my bad. <laughs> um, then another album that was suggested to me by my boy Andrew Kelly, um, Beam, mm-hmm. um, his album Alien. I believe this is his debut album. This album was sick. Like this was a surprise. Um, I thought he sounded like a Jamaican Don Tolliver. Okay. I think um, he had Justin Bieber on this. He has Georgia Smith on this. Oh wow. Um, he has Zakari from TDE on this, and that three that's a that's a three song run Sheesh. between all three of them. They're amazing. I gotta listen. Gotta this listen. The, what's the Astro Beats song you're playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if you know me, I'm Ghanaian, so I always listen to Astro uh, Afro Beats. I come and I hear Adam listen to Afro Beats. I said, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Afro Beats? Yeah, shit, was, shit got me hooked. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep. I'm gonna have to re-listen to this one because I really liked it. Um, I also loved the one feature was Land Strip Chip. Okay. Um, Interesting Akira name. Part One and Two. Um, that song was fire. The album starts out like if you when you listen to it, you'll see it starts out really, really cool and cinematic. Like he has two features from um or no, never mind. But he has Vori on this, um, Val- Valley, Valley, mm-hmm. you know, really great flows, um, all around great project. Yeah, I need to check it out for sure. Honestly, twenty twenty two, not too shabby. Not too. I mean, yeah, we're one month in and we've or one and a half months in. And we've gotten great music. We know Kendrick. Kendrick. Coming. We kind of know he's coming. That's, so we yeah. know by the end of the year we're gonna have a Kendrick Lamar album, and realistically, it's gonna be the top five album. Kendrick, yeah, for sure. Honestly, I'm just geeked about Dr. Dre's Casablanca. That's what yeah. I really, really want to hear. And we have Freddie's SSS. Oh my, we're about to eat. It's gonna be. Then a good we have year. possible Earl Van Staples Alchemist. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think of more things that were supposed to be teased right now. Um, Smino mm-hmm. dropping. Um, Love is for rent soon. And that's my favorite artist. So I'm hype. I'm sure Anderson Pack will do something. I'm not gonna lie. Since Kendrick hasn't dropped in so long, I, I can't really pick between the two as my favorite because I love them both. But I've been more interested with what Cole's doing. Like I honestly want to hear from Cole again because he's improved so much with this pen. I really want to see where, right? how high he can go. How, I yeah. mean, I think that's part of it. Like it sucks, but if you wait five years, people slowly stop, forget, stop caring. Honestly, and yeah. I, I didn't like the verse on the Baby Keem song. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear him do that weird white voice thing that he was Stop doing. Stop it on your top five tonight. You can't say smoking <laughs> your top five. They come in with that like verse. Um, so yeah, I, I agree that like Cole, like I look forward more to hearing a Cole verse than a random Kendrick verse. Yeah. Because I know I feel like Cole's like competing with himself and he's just trying to keep getting better. And Kendrick, I mean, do whatever what makes you happy. Spend, <laughs> spend time with your family. Yeah. But hey, that's all we had for today. If you tune in all the way to the very end, we appreciate y'all. Please continue the support. Rate us five stars, subscribes. Please tell your friends. Me and Adam both putting so much work into this. You got anything to say, man? Nah. Nope. And that is it. We'll see y'all later, man. Have a good Peace. one. We waited five years.